Viewpoints is VHB's thought leadership platform, where we share insights on critical issues and emerging technologies in the AEC industry. I'm Mike Carragher, President and CEO of VHB. I'm excited to introduce VHB's thought leaders and our client and partner podcast participants, all future-focused thinkers who want to reimagine the built environment. I hope you'll tune in often and leave inspired. This is Dave Mahon, VHB's Chief Technology Officer, and I'm one of your hosts for Viewpoint's podcast, Episode 3, Digital Twins and the Connected Data Environment. I'm joined by co-host Steve Anderson, VHB's Vice President of Technology Services, for the second half of our conversation with Kathleen Cooley, the Director of Global Business Development for AEC at Esri. Today, we're talking more about the impacts of digital twins on equity and sustainability in the built environment. Let's get back to the conversation. Esri is focused not only on digital twins, but also on sustainability. So tying the two together, how does Esri see sustainability and resiliency being impacted by a digital twin? I think it goes back to the the fact that, you know, as much as we need a a model of, of the built environment to understand, you know, are we building resilient, uh, assets and and infrastructure are are we are we designing this in the right way we have to have the context we have to have uh an understanding of how we're also impacting that natural environment our platform the esri platforms helps to 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 bring that together and to help um help people or customers understand you know the potential impacts right what if there is a climate event? You know, what if there's flooding? How is it going to be impacted? How are how far away are we from if we think about you know equity? How are we building our community so that our our social equity and people have access to you know grocery stores and transit? You know, it's critical to have GIS and location as a part of any digital twin because it really helps to understand. How do we build sustainably? How do we design our communities in a way that is going to help us sustain our infrastructure and, and really be better into the future? VHB has our resilience strategy, which really focuses on driving sustainability and, and data and technology into everything we do. So how does VHB see the digital twin impacting and helping to really evaluate those complex decisions of some of the use cases that you're seeing? Yeah, well, I think what a digital twin allows us to do is look at all of those different types of impacts. So similar to what Kathleen's saying, that, you know, what, what are the social impacts of a project that's being built or constructed? What are the economic impacts that this is going to have? Or what are the environmental impacts that, that, are, that a project is going to have? So taking that holistic view across all of those three different areas allows us to have a much better understanding of the impacts and modify what we might be planning or designing. It's it's exciting to see that um, a digital twin technology can actually help us to identify or, or evaluate the social impacts. Climate action plans today are extremely important with where uh, all of our communities, if not the globe, is are are going. You know, a digital twin can actually help be a tool to inform agencies and, and communities of their impacts within the um, going to net neutral, net zero. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the way of the future, right? We we have to be thinking that way if we're all going to we're all going to continue. I think so. One of the questions I often get is the scalability of this, and to actually look at it within a rural area or within an urban area, 
And, and I'm, I'm seeing the digital twins are not just within urban environments. You know, are you guys seeing similar experiences where a small rural area can actually do a digital twin and or a large area can do a digital twin? Or is it more so just going towards the large urbanized area? I think some of the you know more of the early adopters that we have seen have definitely been more of the urban areas that have been thinking about this and implementing it. But I think there's, you know, there's absolutely no reason why this can't be done across a rural area. But what, what we're seeing happening in those areas is there might be a larger government agency like a county or a regional planning agency that might be helping lead that, much like other programs are actually built out for that, where they build the the the, you know, the overall base for the digital twin that is then something that the small smaller community can now interact with and use. And they only maintain some of the components that are really important to them. I think it comes back to, you know, those use cases as well, right? You can create a digital twin of, you know, a big, big area or, or an individual asset. Maybe if some renewable energy is going in, you know, and um, there's construction happening and you want to build a twin or, you, you know, so I think it really varies on what the outcomes are. And I think it could apply to urban or rural areas um, and all different types of projects. I think that's what's really interesting about the digital twin is that the applicant, I think we're just scratching the surface in terms of where it can go. And the applications are probably going to be, you know, more than we ever considered in five to 10 years. Yes, it's also things like colleges and universities and hospitals that are all other puzzle pieces that fit into that and tie their systems into the broader areas that they're in, involved in. So it's it's really applicable to almost every every market and every geography. How would an agency or a partner actually get started doing a digital twin? What would be the process that you would suggest to them in terms of step by step to say, here's how I would start to do a digital twin today? But I, I think one of the first things you really need to do is to get um, input from all of the potential stakeholders that a community or an agency would have. And it's it's really bringing all of those different stakeholders groups together so you could really understand the use cases and the business problems and, and the other problems and issues that a twin could help solve so that you could then look at what those the bigger picture is and then prioritize your efforts going forward. And if you don't have that engagement with the whole community of stakeholders, then you're not going to have the support to move, to move it forward. Don't let the data be the challenge for this. Let the, the use case that you're trying to solve be the challenge. Mm -hmm. As data is everywhere and, and data is available in so many different manners and fashions, we can always find the data to support the use case. Uh, so in terms of step-by-steps, I would also say identifying the use cases that need to be identified uh, as part of that through your collaborative, collaborative stakeholder engagement process. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting when we think about communities because, you know, the citizen also becomes a stakeholder. And I think there is opportunity to, you know, engage the community and stake, uh, citizens as part of, you know, the feedback process for um, for government agencies when they're really thinking, you know, long-term and making plans. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the most important parts, quite honestly, in the end, is, is making sure that you're providing something that's going to provide value to the citizens. So you talk about the different pieces of technology. Um, Kathleen, Esri is known for GIS. How is GIS integral into developing a digital twin? 
Well, we see GIS as really being foundational to any digital twin. And that's because the great connector is location. You know, everything has location. And so that allows us to start to tie together all these digital twins. You know, Esri, we, we don't uh, promote that we are digital twin platforms, but we connect into different um, systems and different platforms that then allow us to integrate and interconnect um, multiple types of digital twins. And we see location as being key to that. And we definitely see location being key to that as well. I wanted to look forward. VHB uh, believes in being future ready, looking towards uh, tomorrow and saying, what can we do today to protect for tomorrow? So what is in store for digital twins in the AEC industry over the next five years, 10 years? Where do you guys see it going? So I, um, it's interesting. I, and I know that Gartner has done some research around this as starting to think about the digital twin of the person the digital twin of the person and how that may interact with the digital twin of a asset or you know the infrastructure or whatever that may be and i i think that's really intriguing as we start to think about the opportunity to understand how people feel and their emotions in a situation uh, or in the context of you know the type of office space they might be sitting in right so if we think about new developments and you know where people are happiest or or you know what types of what types of emotions that that they're starting to feel based on certain things or you know what is the impact to a to the person or persons um, of a, a climate event or something that may happen right how does that start to impact the people so i find that really fascinating i think it, it's gonna it starts to open up a whole new sort of view as to where we can go and how we really start to tie in you know the citizen the community and the, the people part of the digital twin yeah i i, I think I, I agree with you completely kathleen i think if we think out five to 10 years for now, I think with the, at the rate that technology grows and gets enhanced, I think everything that we interact with in the world on a day-to-day -day basis, there will be a virtual representation of that, that we will be able to interact with in, in a virtual world. And it'll allow us to better understand the impacts that the decisions that we're making are gonna have and actually change those decisions before we make those impacts that are there. So it'll give us a, the ability to have a better place to live. Absolutely. Yeah. It is so exciting to see where digital twin technology is going. I tell you, when I was growing up, I used to play the SimCity and, and, you know, it was a video game for those that don't know it years ago and, and still around today, you know, that allows you to test and see where you're impacting the built, built environment and what it does. So, you know, I always ended up on the infra heavy infrastructure side um, versus actually, um, you know, building out a strong community. It's actually a lesson learned. It helped me out today. So, in a closing question, I want to ask you both a very high-level question. You know, if you could implement a digital twin to solve the most challenging problem in your community, what would that be? The city, actually, the city of Honolulu started to do this, where they're starting to use digital twins and and starting to think more about how to plan for um, different levels of housing, right? So that you know they can. Hawaii, everybody's, you know, a lot of vacation homes 
which impact, you know, people's ability to actually who live there to buy and, and to live and, and to get and to get accommodations. And so I think I would try to do something like that. I think something that would socially help, you know, the community to address uh, real problems, right, as to how to make sure everybody's housed and, and, and in a safe space. Steve, you got your crystal ball. Where would you, where would you take this? Yeah, I think, you know, it's an interesting question, Dave, having, you know, just moved down to the Florida area now and seeing the growth rate that is going on down here with housing construction that's going on. And I, every time I drive on the roads here, I just, you know, have to sit back and think about and go, you know, what impact is all of this construction that's going on so rapidly going to have on, you know, the water systems, the sewer systems, the education systems, the health in this area. So I think just being able to take that bigger picture, look at what, what decisions we're making today are actually having on this community, what it'll look like five to 10 years would be something that I'd love to help with doing here. I appreciate that. And um, so some more answer for me. You know, I am um, very passionate about the community. I've been in, in the Central Florida market for about 48 years now. And um, uh, background in transportation, I would love to actually have a, a module of being on the mobility side because I believe we need to enhance the mobility of what we're doing. But also looking at the climate action, you know, I think climate action would be a great um, leading indicator for where and how we do development, Steve, very similar to what you're talking about. Yep. Tying in with the health impacts of a community, we're all under a pandemic or we've been under a pandemic. So seeing how the decisions we make today actually impact the health of a community, right? And the, these are areas that we're focusing on at VHB. And then the last one is all these decisions being made with the, the balance on the equitable side, you know? So as we make the decisions within these four different focus areas, how would it actually impact the equitable distribution of what we do today? So right. I would love to see it. We're going to see, see it hopefully in the, in the next uh, year to five years in, in our wish list, if you will. Steve, Kathleen, it's been great speaking with both of you today. I know the digital twin conversation will be ongoing as companies like VHB and Esri continue to innovate in this space. And for our Viewpoints listeners, don't forget to subscribe to VHB Viewpoints podcast on SoundCloud to stay up to date on future episodes. Thanks for joining us today.